Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to episode 47 of The First Exchange with me, your host, Lydia Daydal. Well, I hope everyone is keeping well. The weather... I haven't even talked about the weather on the start of my podcast, but the weather is terrible this week. So let's bring back the sun. Let's all go out and do a sun dance and uh, hope that the lovely good weather comes back. Um, great episode this this week. Um, I had an old friend uh, who I've interviewed quite a few times on Fight Connect TV, professional Muay Thai fighter Jay Council, also known as Jouncil. Um He was on just to talk about Muay Thai, his life, um, fighting and everything else in between. But we had such good fun. He's such a good character. Um, great energy and um, always have a good time um, when when I'm interviewing Jay. So it was good to, to get him on to have a sit down and to properly find out who he is, talk about his journey growing up, you know, where he's come from. And then obviously the success that he's had in Muay Thai and also, you know, his little fab group friends, um, Baba Chimp, Casey, Alex, the boys from Versatile. You know, there's, there's so much going on with that group at the moment. It was really, really good to get him on and to chat all about it um so i hope you enjoy it um having so much fun doing these these um episodes every episode is is just so different and so much fun and we are approaching episode 50 this is 47 three more to go and then we're halfway to 100 i can't believe it who would have thought that when we came in to do a pilot episode that we would be nearly 50 episodes deep but Luckily, you guys enjoy it and you've been listening every week and letting us know that you really enjoy it, which is the best bit of my job. Is it even a job? Do I call it a job? Um, But as always, thank you so much for the support. Please don't stop tweeting me. Please don't stop uh, sending me DMs, talking about how much you love the podcast and sharing the podcast and tagging us in it. We really appreciate the help. We really appreciate the support. Um, And if you want to go one step further and support us that little bit more, then please go to our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash the first exchange. Patreon, for anyone that doesn't know, is a platform that you can throw a couple of quid per month and that will allow us to put some much needed funds into the running of the Fight Connect TV podcast and keep it going and growing, which is, I think, what you guys want. So um, thank you very much to everyone who has donated so far. And if you are considering and you're going to donate, Thank you very much. Um, I will leave you. Enjoy the 47th episode of The First Exchange with Jay Council. Jay Council. What's happening? How are you? Yeah, all good. Thank you so much for coming in. No bother. Delighted to have you in. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been... It's been a long time, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we're always chatting online or whatever, but... um, Always give me the what's up. What's up? How are you? You still up? (laughs) Three o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Give him. (laughs) How are you, Mason? Someone would think that's serious. I would never be awake at three o'clock in the morning. Jasmine, missus will be listening to this. I, know, so I was just about to say, I was like, you better clear that up there now. But um, the last time I interviewed you, God, it would have been well over a year anyway, and it would have been with Fight Connect TV, post-fight interview, as always. Yeah. But I know the last time I spoke to you, I was like, I'm definitely going to go down to the gym. We'll do a little something, maybe do a little documentary, kind of like what yeah. I've done with Craig Coakley. But obviously, yeah, a lot of the world, the world ended. Corona. Am I, should I not curse? Or no, no, no. I? This is, you can curse. Yeah, right. I, I try my best not to. It's I not just me, won't but... curse. I say that every time you interview me, like... I don't know if we should have been cursing, but yeah. I can't help it. Well, the, the Fight Connect TV one, like, obviously you can curse on that, but what always happens is, some, especially your crew, you'll say something brilliant, yeah. but then you'll swear after it. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't use that as a clip now, because yeah. it'll be, I can't, it'll go bleeding all over the gaff, but yeah, you can swear. <laughs> I, it, I always say that if it's necessary to swear, as in yeah. if it's, you know... 
to, to convey a moment. I just can't help myself, <laughs> to be honest. So, I mean, how have you been getting on? Because obviously, professional fighter, fighting is your thing. No events at the moment. Yeah. How has it been? Uh, it's actually been all right. Like, I've, I've enjoyed the time off. Um, just being able to sit back and evaluate everything and just sit back for once, you know? So when you're when you're constantly fighting yeah. every every eight weeks or whatever, you're just constantly doing the same thing. Mm. It gets very repetitive. Do you know what I mean? Well, a lot of fighters that I've spoken to um, during lockdown and in the last couple of weeks, that's one thing they've said as well that they ha- have been forced to take stock, have been forced yeah. to sit down and go, right, what's going on? What, am I doing this right? Is this the right place for me to be? Is this the right angle for me to be going and so it's there's positives in it. Yeah, hundred percent. Like you don't really when you're fighting, you don't have time to say, "All right, well, I I done well on this." But like, say, even when you're when you're losing fights, yeah. Like I lost the when I lost Ryan Chain, I didn't even take any time off. Boom, straight yeah. back in within fucking what was it six weeks, eight weeks mm-hmm. or something like that. Lost that fight, straight back into another fight. Yeah, I wasn't taking any time to say right what can I do differently here? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what's gone wrong, basically? Do you know what I mean? Is there a little bit of ego wrapped up in that decision to jump in? I think it's more, um, it's just chasing that fucking win back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You just want to, I'm just, I'm very competitive. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm very stubborn as well. So when I lose, I'm like, I don't give a bollocks, I'm back in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just go, go, go. And uh, yeah, the lockdown then, I, I had time to sit back and go, right. Like, I actually, talking to the ego, like, I was reading a book there about about ego, but yeah, it's definitely it, the ego definitely is a big mm-hmm. factor in it. Absolutely, wanting to get what, that what's win. What's the my, book? Um, ego is the enemy. Sounds early. Do yeah, you know, was, well, you to be honest, there's now to be honest, it, there's a bit of shy talk in it, but <laughs> it was good. There was good takeaways from it. Yeah, as well, you take, but take what resonates with you, right? And yeah, you I, w- I wouldn't it. recommend that. I shouldn't have shouted that out. Don't read it. Poxy, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you like reading, so in a bit we'll talk about books that you, you do yeah, like, right? You right. can give them shout-outs. <laughs> but for somebody that doesn't fight or that doesn't um, understand that element of, you know, one, what it takes to get in there to actually fight, but then to have the loss or to get a loss. Yeah. And again, that's some, that what you've said there in, like, having to, like, avenge the loss or to yeah. get back a win, to feel that win feeling yeah. again. What is the loss like? Like, how does it sit on you for somebody that doesn't fight? To be honest, like when you when like when I lost, it wasn't even that I gave a bollocks about. Like it was more, oh, I don't know how to explain it. Like I just wanted to get back in and get back to winning ways. Like I kind of fell out. Like rather than enjoying the process of getting yeah. to that win and walking towards that, mm-hmm. I was just chasing the end goal, which was winning. You know what I mean? Rather yeah. than enjoying it and. Like, it gets sloppy then. Once you're, mm. once you're not enjoying it and you're just, oh, I need to win or whatever, the, what's the enjoyment in that? Like, mm. p- part of the process is putting the work in and then, like, having fun while you're doing it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Obviously, luckily enough for you, you've had more wins than you've had losses. Yeah. Um, so talk to us then when, when you do get the win. Obviously, winning the ISK title as well, that must have been a massive part of your your, your yeah, career. Yeah, 100%. Like, when uh, when, I, when I started the ISK, that, like, I, I say I was only trying about a month or something. Mm. And I, I literally, I remember I wrote, I wrote three goals out. This was back in, like, 2016. I actually, I only seen them on my, uh, on my laptop, this list I made, like, it has the date and all on it. But it was like, um, what was it? It was get get a sponsorship. Now nobody, I didn't have anything. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I was like, get a sponsorship. Um, li- this is literally what I had wrote: win a Mickey Mouse belt. <laughs> that was the CRC, right? They probably never had me again. The show, but you look, <laughs> right? Shout so, out, Pavel. Yeah. <laughs> he took me knockdown down, <laughs> me knockout down off YouTube, the bastard. So. Did yeah, yeah fly you... a knee to the head. Get that back up. Have a left your blade listening, you bollocks. <laughs> did you knock it when he his guys? No, it wasn't even. I, I don't know what happened, but uh, <laughs> he took it down. And anyway, 
that's fucking that's a serious thing you know what I mean? our listeners are always like when you talk about lady of the politics within fighting what yeah. do you mean hashtag there, there is there's mad I mean. politics there's mad politics yeah but it was so it was get a sponsorship win a mickey mouse belt and um win the oska and then me fourth one was knock ryan chino <laughs> that was literally one of me goals you know what i mean yeah but then looking back, like I basically I achieved all of them. Yeah. Like the it was funny because I won the OSKA and then Fight Store sponsored me straight yeah. after that fight. So like I knocked both of them them yeah. little goals off and I obviously won the CRC belt as well. So how long was that in that time period where you wrote that to, to them actually coming that, to fruition? That was like twenty sixteen I wrote that. I say I was literally training about a month. Mick mentioned to me uh, Ryan's name, and I said, "Roy, yeah. I sent me sights on him mm-hmm. and and the OSKA." So that was Miguel. And then when was it? That was last year. Then last March, mm-hmm. I, I won the OSKA. So then once I won the OSKA, like my plan was to knock. It was to get all three of them out of the way. It was knock Ryan Sheen out, win the OSKA, <laughs> and I would have knocked all three of them off. Like in that, you know what I mean? But when I won the OSKA. Uh, Ryan didn't have it. Yeah. But he was he was the person I wanted to fight mm-hmm. for that, because he had he obviously had it at the time when I wrote the list. Yeah. But then I fought Ian Crotty ended up having it, and uh, I ended up knocking him out then in the second round for it. Mm-hmm. So I was free because it was knock it was win the OSK and knock out Ryan yeah. Shade. So I feel like if he had been there at that time, do you know what I mean? Like I but knocked out Ian Crotty instead and won it. I know that. You know, your eyes are lighting up when you're when you're talking about it, but you're a big believer because we spoke about it before about yeah. the law of attraction and you know, see it in your mind and you can achieve it. Yeah. So was that kind of one of those things where, you know, you you be, you believe that and you try to achieve it and yeah. then when it actually does happen you're like, Oh shit, oh, it actually mad. does work. Like going back to that uh the flying knee knockout, one the C R C by uh flying knee knockout, that was about that was a year before I fought for the OSK. Mm-hmm. But that's when I first start sussing that, like the law of attraction, and it it actually works, like, because yeah. for that fight, I was saying that uh, I was gonna knock your man out. It was the first time I was ever I was ever allowed to throw a flying knee, because it was pro K one. I was only fighting say C class at the time, yeah. so you can't knee to the head and that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I remember for like weeks, I was saying to Mick, I'm gonna knock this fella out with a flying knee. And like Mick was like, shut up, Blaine, talking about that. You're going to just be focused on it and all. And I was like, no, I'm telling you, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And like I had the lads, one of my mates in the in the gaff watching uh, your man's previous fight in slow motion. And I go, see when he does that, I'm going to fly in him in the fucking head. But then it actually happened. But I remember talking to you about that. Yeah. Like it was like I just pressed play in my memories and mm. boom, fucking the flying knee happened exactly how I, I was imagining it. But that's then that kind of made me realise, fucking hell, like anything you you basically talk about. Mm. And that's why I'm so like confident and you can't, you have to be that confident. Mm. You have to believe that you can do it. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So in terms of prep then, when you're reading about the law of attraction and you're trying to put it into practice, you know, for someone that's listening, that's like, oh, I want to give that a shot. Like, what what kind of steps do you take? Do you visualize it, like, before you go to sleep at night, when you wake up? Like, what what's the process? Yeah. Um, or what works for you when you do it? So, like, what, what I usually do, like, I just imagine, like, imagine, like, me walk out. Like, I'd just be mm. walking down the road. And I'd just be like, I'd listen to me walk out, chilling and all. And I'd probably be playing shadow boxing, <laughs> giving it the big bollocks, you know what I mean? <laughs> And um, <laughs> but yeah, like weeks before, like I'd be imagining it before I go to sleep and yeah. fucking dreaming about it. And yeah, it's it's crazy though. Like when you see it, actually. What's your walkout tune? I change it up every time. It just I have to hear that tune and then get the goosebumps off. So is that like go. you're just listening to something and then you're yeah. like, that's it, that's so, your one. But I'll be listening out for lyrics and all in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the lyrics have to ring something to me in it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, when I when I fought Ryan Shane, my song was the Murder Show. Do you know what I mean? That's who's who's that boy? I can't even bleed and remember now. But uh... do a little Google there, Shane. Good one. <laughs> Hit it. Can you play that on the fucking on this? Can yeah. you? Yeah, Shane can do anything. Yes. He's a wizard. Hey Shane, grab that up. Yeah. <laughs> Is it by Spice One? Yeah. <laughs> 
Here we go. Here we go. Freestyle coming up. Oh! Yeah. And in this, it's like in the song, you go, We ain't from around here. Because we are fighting in Cork, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Someone do a join. Come on. <laughs> I'm absolutely joking. I do not yeah. smoke weed. And yeah. neither is Jay and neither is no. Shane and we're all drug free. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, I love that. And yeah. it's, do you know what? It's like, um, even for myself, when people ask, uh, you know, why do you do what you do and stuff like that? And obviously I love fighting and I, I, I love speaking to fighters and sharing their stories and stuff like that. But especially with events, Stuff like the walkout and like the emotion in the changing room, that's the stuff that gets me. That's the stuff yeah. that gets me like, you know, uh, that when I sit back and go, I fucking love what I do. It's yeah. those moments when you see those moments, like and the walkout is so important because obviously it's like, it's just such a performance. Do you know what I mean? In yeah. terms of like, you can, when you're in the changing room and like, no matter, you don't know what's going on in the fighter's head. Like obviously some are confident, some you look in their eyes and you're like, he's going to lose. Yeah. You can tell that he's, he's just not prepared or that he's shitting himself. But then once the walkout happens, confidence kicks in for everyone. And it's yeah. like the big sort of like, you know, um, not that it's fake or pretending, but everyone's confidence up and everyone is like, right, I'm going into battle now. Yeah. This is it. There's no more. Yeah, fight or flight kicks in then. Exactly like, the words right. I'm looking for. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fight or flight. Like, I remember one fight. The one fight I actually wasn't nervous for, uh, I knew. I, I, start, I was walking out to the fight and I couldn't feel nerves. Usually I'd be shit myself, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyone who says they're not afraid before a fight are blade talking bollocks. Yeah. Because you're about to go in and some cunt's trying to kill What's, you. What kind of fear is it? Like, can you, can you um, compare it do to anything? Do you know what? I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even say it's fear necessarily. I'd say it's just your body getting ready because it knows it's about to go into war. Yeah. And something's just... But, like, at the end of the day, them nerves are what make you sharp and what make yeah. you, like, be on your A game, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, that fight, the one fight I didn't have nerves, as I was walking out, I was saying, this is bleeding weird, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I thought, like, eventually, you don't have nerves. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then that day, I realised, Jesus, so you hope the next fight, or you have <laughs> fucking nerves, because I end up losing it, do you know what I mean? No way. So, what, what can you... Do you know why that what was? Why you didn't get them that oh, day? Do you know what? Um, Dara, it was actually Dara's first fight. Baba Jim? Yeah, and he was fighting before me. And I never do this, but because it was his first fight, I wanted to be in his corner. And I went mm. out and I was shouting and all. And I was like, come on, look, I really wanted him to win. Obviously, yeah. he's one of my good mates. But uh, look, I used up a lot of fucking energy. Yeah. But this is what I reckon anyway. Yeah. Because usually I'm in the back room on my own, headphones in, mm. don't listen. That's how I get myself in the zone. And yeah. I don't even look at the fucking fights. But then this day, I went out and I was shouting and all. And he ended up winning somewhere, bleeding, hopping around, wasting energy, do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, that's what I think happened in any way, like... Well, it it, ma- it would make sense. It yeah, would make sense that definitely. You know, I never, I that. never leave the <laughs> fucking never leave the change room now. I tell you that. But it's funny. I know we were talking about UK before we started um, recording, and I remember when obviously uh, when UK was in Dublin and uh, Craig Coakley sing down was headline. Yeah. I remember when Aaron Brown was fighting, and then when St- when Craig's teammates uh, Aaron Brown and then uh, Stephen Crowdy when Stephen fought uh, Spencer. Um, I remember Collie saying to Craig, "Get the fuck back in there, back into the change. Yeah. Like, You're not." He was like, "I want to be in the corner." You know, he's like, "No, no." And I remember then, you know, in the the national basketball room, there's like the little balcony, yeah. and I could just see his little head, like Craig's head sticking out, trying yeah. to get like watch around, you know, and then going back in. It, but it, it's all right watching from like like that now. Well, pop me head out and have a look, but. Yeah. It, when you're bleeding immersed in it and you're yeah you know and it's someone you know fighting as well mm. like it's just the emotions are high in that yeah. like but it's energy as well it's an energy exchange isn't it like even for me like filming on the side of the ring yeah. you know when I when I get into that car at the end of a night I'm just yeah you'd be drained. bollocks yeah I was well imagine it can't yeah. even just like I know I've been doing interviews and everything but like I can't even have an exchange with whoever's driving the car do you know what I mean it's usually yeah, yeah uh, Jess Isaacson, the court woman. But literally, I'd just be sat there going, no, can't talk. Yeah. Bring me to just... McDonald's, quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but for yourself with Muay Thai, like, 
did you have friends that were into Muay Thai? Like, how did yeah, you, actually, first day in the gym, what what brought you down to, down to making the lads? Yeah, so, um, uh, Casey, Casper Walsh, he was, I remember I went to, he was training for a while, and uh, I went to one of his fights, it was, I think it was his first amateur fight, but I was playing gargled I was, and I was watching him, like, Casey's my best mate, Yeah. and um, I remember when he was fighting, like, I was just looking at him going, oh, I should, that, I should be fucking in there, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, I always loved the fight, and I was like, oh, I should, that should be me in there, I was saying to myself. And, like, just the buzz of it then after that, like, straight away, I'm pretty sure, like, the next Monday then, I was down with him, and mm. that's that's where it took off then from there, like. So would you have been scrapping growing up? Yeah, yeah, like like all people from inner city Dublin, like, yeah. it's part of life, do you know what mm. I mean? It's part of growing up in school and all it would have been fighting but um how how i actually got into it when i was when i was 17 i got robbed right yeah by these two fellas and um they basically said give us your phone you're getting stabbed and uh i, I gave them my phone but like like that fight or fly kicked in and mm-hmm. i was saying to myself just fucking smack <laughs> this cunt to dig like he was standing right there do you know what i mean yes and um like i mean i was i was I say for about 30 seconds he stood there and I was just like I couldn't bring myself to hit him and he fucking I let him I let your man run away and then I bleed, made it out like I was fucking chasing him <laughs> do you know what I mean to bleed and try to save myself a bit <laughs> but uh, after that then like oh, I felt bleeding humiliated I felt I just felt like a pussy I did like I let some fella like do this to me yeah. like as I was saying I grew up fighting a lot but this fella bleeding caught me with me jocks down he did he caught me by the bollocks <laughs> I wasn't expecting it but um, yeah so then I, after that then I said look if anyone ever says that to me again I'm gonna bleed and slap the head off them and then I, that's when I started taking training real I wasn't training at that time but I then started going into yeah. into training then but that's a real common um, mentality of men yeah. When that happens, they feel like emasculated or something. Like yeah. Demasculated is the word. Yeah. Is it emasculated? Emasculated. Um, that they that they're like humiliated. But if it, if it happened to a woman, like we wouldn't. We yeah. just be like, I'm shitting that's myself. What, Take it all. Fuck it. Do you what, want me socks? Like people always say that they're like, ah, well, at least at least you're all right. And I was like, now I'd I'd rather fucking get stabbed before I hand it any. Really? Honestly, yeah. Really? Like, honestly, yeah. I'd never let anyone ro- like after that. I didn't actually go straight into training. When I got robbed, that was before Casey was fighting. But I start going out then with this mindset, if anyone says that to me, yeah. and I start getting in a lot more fights, now out, out on the town, yeah. Yeah. if anyone said that to me, I just start, I was getting in a lot of trouble in town, like yeah. having a lot of street fights. And then I went to Casey's fight. By this stage, I was already, I was a good fucking scrapper. I didn't have any technique or anything, but... Then, then I went into that and like cleaned, cleaned me style up. But that changed me then as well. Mm. I went from like this mentality of fucking anyone says that and I'll kill them. Yeah. To like I know I could kill someone, so I don't need to even bother at this stage. There do you know you what go. I mean? That's why when parents or people who don't enjoy fighting or they think it's a brutal sport or that it's a scumbag sport, yeah. I'm always like, you walk into any boxing gym or if you meet any professional fighter on the street, the last thing that they want to do is fight someone. Yeah. They know they can. They know they can hurt someone. And it's that transition of, you know. Also as well, like, you know, when you be out and you see two lads scrapping, and they can't fight. Sometimes I'd yeah. be like, I'd love to just jump in myself yeah. and show these bricks um, <laughs> how yeah. to actually throw a bleeding hook. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, like, if I ever have kids, they'll definitely be going into it. 100%. I'm freaked I didn't start it sooner. Because yeah. I, I only started when I was bleeding 20 or something. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? What are you now? 25? 24 now. 24. So, yeah. The years so are pushing freaked, on. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah, I'm getting bleeding old. I am, but uh, <laughs> I would have loved to have done a sonar. Like, definitely, I would have bleeding smashed your man's head in that fucking day. I tell you that. <laughs> but um, but yeah. also, but in, in fairness, on. it's actually like, even though I know I got robbed and all, but like th- that kind of really benefited me. It's mad to say yeah. it, 
but like it All changed for me for the better do you know what I mean like yeah. I don't know what I would have been doing like if I wasn't fighting like I'd probably mm. be getting up to bleeding bogey shit do you know what I yeah. mean like, but, well this is the reality as well do you yeah. know what I mean it's that focus that it gives you and a drive and it's like I always see, like, especially with lads that um, start fighting and they have their first fight and then you watch the kind of evolution of them and it's almost like y- y- they tap into something within themselves. Yeah. You know, So it gives you like a purpose or it gives you the knowledge of knowing that you can achieve something far greater than you ever thought you were able yeah. to, ever to do once you put in the work and you're dedicated and you're disciplined. Yeah, but like before fighting, I was never really... I don't know what it was. I was never mad into anything. Like, now, mm. like, people are always into, like, football. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I played football when I was a kid, but I, I never had something that, like, I actually really... Probably was the bleeding Call of Duty, I'd say. That was the only thing I bleeding loved. Bit of card. Yeah, that was it. Like, but I never had real passion for that. But, like, then once once I started fighting, I knew I want to fucking do this. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I really loved it, like, straight off the bat. But, but it's prop- probably little man syndrome as well. Do you know what I mean? Ah, no, not at <laughs> yeah. all. Oh, well, I was just about to say, like, you have to be given props well because you have, you've achieved a lot within a sport for like four years. Do you know what I yeah. mean? From, especially from going from no experience to fighting pro to winning a title to being yeah. in there, you know, having those big fights indefinitely in terms of domestic fights as well. I mean, that fight with Ryan Sheen was one that was talked about for a very long time in, in, yeah. in the build-up, in the lead-up. And, you know, I it was, enjoyed that. I it, was it was good brilliant. Buzz, yeah. It was brilliant. For me, who works in the, on the media end of things, I was so... It was so good because yeah. I was like, this is what is needed. Two competitive guys that, you know, have both of you have great followings. You know, yeah. you're going to go in there. You're going to absolutely knock the bollocks out <laughs> yeah. of or try to anyway. And there's going to be a great lead up and everybody wins. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And th- I, there was all that stuff that I got in the lead up, like, uh, you know, that in, was, the, in that, that hallway. That was gold, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that was, I had gotten, I was filming Jay um, just after winning the belt. And, uh, you know, he's about to celebrate with all the boys. And then out of the background, in walks Ryan Sheen. And yeah. then Jay starts shouting at him. And then Ryan goes up and starts hugging but, him. And, oh, it was just remember brilliant. That? You were, I was, you were interviewing <laughs> me. And you, ba- or you basically called out Ryan Sheen. Yeah. And I said, look, I want to fight Ryan Sheen, blah, blah, blah. As soon as I walked out after giving you that interview, he was there. Yeah. So I couldn't say on an interview, I want to fight this fella. <laughs> and then see him and not say that. And so as soon as I walked out, I was like, ah, Ryan, you're yeah. getting it. You're getting it. <laughs> Which is but so me, admirable as well. Yeah. The way I was like, this, he had the balls on Jay yeah. Council. I was me, just like. My brother was there as well. And he was like, shake hands on it. Shake hands <laughs> that you're going to fight and all. Because like everyone knew, my, my plan was always to fight him in the end. So everyone around me knew. He didn't even know, but I wanted to fight him for fucking year, four years or something like that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But um, did you ever tell him that? Did you ever tell him no, that? No, I, I told him that day when I called him out. That was it. <laughs> but like it all that one. shit that was going on, like people think I was getting personal. I wasn't getting. I I told him that even that day. I said, look, I respect you, but I want to fight you. Yeah. And then everything else, I was just trying to get into his head, which mm. I, I know for a fact I did. I, I know I was in his head 100%. <laughs> I was texting him and all. And all. Were you yeah, really? In the build-up to the fight, texting him the night before the fight and all. Like, you did? Yeah. You brazen <laughs> uh, No, he head. was texting me, but it was a good, it was a good buzz. Like, like he, what were you saying? Just like... what did, He put up a picture of a steak or something and he goes, medium rare like his face or a bloody red like his face or something like that. And I just text him back saying, I'm going to absolutely murder you tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not messing with you and all. I'm going to come in there and try fucking kill you stone dead. And all. But, uh, yeah, it was good buzz. It was like, good fun. Yeah, they definitely hate me down in Cork. But I like, I don't think they do. Yeah. I don't think they do. It's all I've I made think... peace. They know. They know now. But it's... remember, you put something up on Facebook. Oh, don't I... bring me into yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> no, you put something up, and a lot of people are commenting, and they're like, "This fella's a clown." And all. Oh yeah, we, it was our interview, yeah. was it not? Nice? I know. Yeah, I yeah. was replying back, and I just sent like uh, a gif of some fella putting on a clown mask. Yes. But I was loving it. But uh, yeah, it was funny. No, I, I, listen, I was delighted because I was getting all the views. I was getting yeah. all the hits, all the <laughs> likes, all the follows. So, like, this is brilliant. But, th- you know, that's that's the fight game and that's the 
that's the the that's why fans love fighting it's that yeah. back and forth it's like it's just done I mean we see the, the guys at the top of the game like we see professional boxers professional fighters like obviously some choose to have the image of you know the respect and the like yeah. the, like the martial artist and then others are like oh, I'm going to rip your head off yeah. I mean look at Connor for one I mean he made a bloody career on yeah. it do you know what I mean exactly like I grew up watching the likes of fucking Mike Tyson and Ali they're yeah. big talkers you know what yeah. I mean so of course and like where I'm from like if you're going to fight someone you fucking give them mm-hmm. shit you know what I mean yeah. you give them abuse so I'm not going in there to blade and dance with you I'm going in there to take <laughs> your head off I'm not going to fucking sweeten you up before I get in <laughs> you know what I mean but uh, yeah that's like toy boxing it's it's all about respect and all mm-hmm. like don't get me wrong after every fight I've ever had, it's over it's straight away. Do you know what I mean? I get down and I'll fucking get on my hands and knees and say, "Serious fight, well done." Yeah. Which I did with the Ryan Shane fight. Mm-hmm. No matter how much shit I bleed and talk to the fella, it was all just mind games. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, but um. But is there no even if like obviously we're saying that it's all for you know the fight game and stuff in the lead up. Yeah. <clears throat> obviously, there has to be a certain level of dislike or want to win or something but when you finish fighting like when you're saying like that's gone and the respect is there is it just a sort of like a mutual respect that you've both gone in there and fought your heart out and there's no kind like what is the feeling like like see with that fight remember like we're talking about the law of attraction Mm -hmm. like I said this to you before as well like I thought that was my destiny this is but this is the thing you can get wrapped up in this like, I thought my destiny was to be Ryan Shane. So, mm-hmm. no matter what, no matter what I do, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to win this fight, no matter what. Yeah. And that obviously gives you that other, another boost of confidence as mm-hmm. well. Like, you're like, Fuck, the blade, the universe is on my side, sort of. Yeah. But, um, like, even from that, I realised then, like, things don't always go to plan, do you know what I mean? Absolutely. But that one, that one hurt, that loss hurt, I'm not going to lie. Did Fuck it? Me. Yeah, I was... I was freaked out over that one. Where where did the hurt come from? The fact that it, uh, when you lost... Just being me bleeding destiny. Do you know what I mean? I felt like the universe let me fucking down on that one. Or, or the universe has something bigger in store for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you know? That's the thing. You, you Sometimes it goes your, goes your way and sometimes it doesn't. And it's only in time when you look back, you go, shit, remember when I got so hung up yeah. on that last around Sheen? And then something bigger comes along or it reroutes you yeah. or re rose you to something else. In fairness, like it gave me, it gave me a bleeding kick up the hole like that. Because like I was still, like I, I'm not making any excuses here, right? He yeah. beat me fair and square. But like I, I wasn't taking it as seriously as I should have been. Like I remember like, say a fucking year before that fight I was saying when I fight Ryan Sheen I'm gonna bleed and stop going out I'm gonna stop partying I'm gonna stop everything yeah. I'm gonna bleed and live like a monk do you know what I mean <laughs> and then when the fight came along like I was still bleeding going out two weeks before the fight like yeah. do you know what I mean well, that's silly now Jay know, come on bollocks, even I, I know that's but silly but that's what I mean like that then it was the kick up the hole right yeah. look you didn't give it 100% do you know what I mean mm-hmm. like and I say at some stage we might rematch each other. Like, I understand him now. At the time, when I was snapping in that interview I gave to you, yeah. that was just because it was only a week after that fight and I was like, I want to get that back. Like, ego yeah. again. Like, mm. But uh, I understand now, like, he doesn't want to go backwards, you know what I mean? He's yeah. looking. So I just have to fucking get a few more big wins and then mm. eventually fight him, do you know what I mean? And but also- there's no bad blood. I just played... I'm just a stubborn blade and competitive bastard and I just want to get that back still. Like, Are you some kind of horned... Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm a uh, Taurus. Is that horned? Taurus, yeah, you're yeah. a bull. Stubborn yeah. bull. Yeah. Yes, that's like yeah. the... Shane, please... What am I like? I literally can predict everyone. Sorry, saying that. Yeah, that's mad. I'm into, I'm into the horoscopes now. Yeah, yeah. You're a, the, literally, the defining characteristic of Taurus it's is stubborn. stubborn. Yeah, yeah, stubborn yeah I'm bull. a stubborn cunt. I am. It yeah. gets me into awful trouble at times. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be able to balance that. Yeah. You have to. Have to uh, yeah, very good. You're an earth sign as well. Yeah, if you happen to know, so maybe reconnect with nature. Oh, yeah, I reconnect with nature. Do, don't do worry, a yeah. bit of fishing or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but obviously, you know, who knows when, you know, flights will be back and what the landscape will be like. It's definitely not going to be this year, I don't think. No, definitely but, um, not. I just, I don't know. Like, what are your thoughts on it? You know, like, what, what, what do you feel has to be done? What do you mean? Like, I mean... The fight industry, the entertainment industry, it's all been shot on at the moment. Yeah. Like, no one is doing anything to support it and, like, just wait it out. But it's been a year. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, it's a load of bollocks. Especially when you're a professional fighter. You're lucky because you're young. Yeah. But what about those guys that are, like, have trained for 10 years and they're at the end of their career now and they've got one or two years to make a really big impact and secure those big fights and do something with their legacy? And now there's just nothing. Yeah, and there's I not can only even imagine. A, there's not even a stage map. There's not even a plan. Okay, in, in six months' time or in a year's time, I just think we need to just get our shit together and yeah, just get like it's, get, it's, shit, it's get nearly shit back. been a year since I was in the ring. <clears throat> yeah, like that's cre- It was only the other day I realised that. Like I didn't think it was that long. Mm. Like I was last in the ring in December. Yeah. So it'll be well over a year by the time I get back mm-hmm. in. Like that's that's crazy. To Do think you worry that. about something like ring rust or? No, I worry about bleeding, pulling someone over the counter of a shop and battering them. So I'm dying <laughs> for a scrap. That's what I worry about. <laughs> bleeding, battering the bus man or something. Do you know what I mean? But that's honestly like I'll go off the head if I, I if know. I don't. I need that. I need that fight. I need to. I the need release. to fight. Yeah, I need it. Mm. Like. It's crazy but that's another thing it made me realize like i got into the into the idea like i'm doing this because i can make money off or whatever yeah and then over the lockdown then i realized fuck i don't really care i need this to keep me sane yeah it's not even about money do you know mm-hmm. what i mean don't get me wrong i still believe want the money i'm not <laughs> i haven't changed my mind on that but i realized that it's not just money like yeah. I, I actually really need it and mm. I love it, you know what I mean? Well, I think this is another positive that's come out of all of this is that it's <clears throat> made people, like we said, assess, but to realise how much they love what they're doing or to to focus more on stuff that they love. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And I think a lot of people had time over the lockdown, things that, like, they could do things that they were putting off for a long mm. time and just get the mind right. Like, that's, that's what it's done for me. And anyway, mm. like... Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Just listen to you yeah. <laughs> But um, <clears throat> yeah, so fingers crossed everything goes back to normal. So, I mean, let's talk about where you're from. Um, from Ringsend. Ringsend's favourite part of the city. I used to live yeah. there. Did you? <clears throat> well, no, sorry. I only moved was a year ago I lived there for two years no way technically technically it was rings end yeah and I used to uh, do you know where I used to live is um, what's the dog racing track the Shelbourne just right across the road from Shelbourne yeah did you really yeah Yeah, um, that's mad yeah yeah so it's in between, it's kind of, some people call it Grand Canal, but it's actually, yeah. like, say, Ring's End. Yeah, Ring's End's a bleeding lovely place. Well, I used to walk the dogs down there and stuff, yeah. down around all the, the bridge and stuff. Um, but I love it. Because yeah, it's, it's that deadly. one place, um, there's a few different places around Dublin, but it's got that mix of young, but it's also got the older generation that is still there yeah. as well. It's just, it's I don't know, it's real comfortable. It reminds me of, like, my nanny street or something when I'd be walking around it, you know? Yeah, it <laughs> is. It's a mad little village. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I know we always buzz calling the scumbags now, but it's actually it's a really nice spot it is mm. you know what I mean we're not we're scumbags in other ways you know what I mean but yeah. we won't we talk about that <laughs> but people have been listening they like scumbags what's he talking about yeah. but that it's the reference that you and all the lads yeah. have obviously for context like you all your bunch of friends would be Casey Babachimp obviously uh, Kat, Casey from Versatile yeah. Alex as well Babachimp oh let me try and name them all <laughs> who's the big tall ginger lad Tall ginger, Jesus. The big, the Am big ginger. Am I forgetting ginger. who one of my mates is here? Yeah. Am I? Is, he, is he a ginger? Tall. He's really tall. He's always had fights with you all. Oh, Alex. No, not Alex. Jesus, like, he's not fucking ginger. You no, know. not Alex. Alex's not really that tall either, is he? Oh, tall ginger. Oh, jeez, he's not ginger. He's not. He might be happy with you saying that. Cuban Johnson, is it? Cuban Johnson, oh, that's it. Is he not ginger? He isn't his bollocks. Well, not the only ever noticed it anyway. <laughs> Keen, I won't be happy. Sorry. He'll be knocking at your door, he will now. 
<laughs> he, wouldn't, he wouldn't get out to Ranley. <laughs> Don't be telling them where it is. <laughs> if you open a car, you will. <laughs> I thought he was ginger. He is kind of ginger, no? Jeez, I never noticed that. Strawberry blonde. Right, we'll say that. I'm not saying it, but you're saying it. Dano Bolton. I know Dano. Dano. Bolton, yeah. No, Dano. Do you know how I know Dano? I met Dano in, um, what's that nightclub in town? I was in a club, not 92. 22. 22, is it? Is that it? The Mad Gaff in town that's open to about five o'clock. Yeah, I think. Is it 22? Yeah, is it? Number yeah. 22? Off uh, Grafton Street. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know yeah, what yeah, spot yeah, you're yeah. about, yeah. Yeah, I met him on the stairs <laughs> in 22, and I was like, Dano Bleeding Bolton, what's the story? And yeah. he was like, what? And he, I was <laughs> He gets his head in most of the interviews, he does. Yeah, he does. That's how I recognised <laughs> yeah. him. And he didn't have a clue who I was. I was like, Lydia, if I connect TV. He was like, what? Yeah. And he ran off. So I won't hold it against you, Anna. Um, who else is there? That's kind of all that I can yeah, remember. Steve-o, oh, Ke- uh, Steve-o gorgeous looking. Steve-o gorgeous looking. Yeah. Love him. He's a lovely long hair. And uh, Caelum. Yeah. Um, and uh, who else is in your crew? That's kind of everyone. I'm trying to think of everyone who'd be yeah, at the fight. There's about 20 of us, to be honest. There's You've been doing well to bleed, name there's all There's a them. whole lot of them, yeah. But you always bring a good energy when you're at shows. Yeah, when you bring a bleeding crew, a mad thing to do. Do you know what? And one of my favourite photographs is the photograph of you, Alex and Casey with the shaved heads. Yeah. How old are you? You're about 12. <laughs> oh, Jesus, yeah. we we That wasn't even planned. We all went to the barbers and we were going together and someone was like, Come on, we all get a ball, a baldy for the laugh. <laughs> and then we were like, oh, I'll get it if you get it. Then we've all just got it. I remember my ma's reaction. Like, I'd say she killed you. I, I came in with the hood up and I thought she was going to laugh about it. Because <laughs> I had a mad, a proper, what was it, a raw blade. Looked yeah. like I'd done it with a fucking uh. a Mac 10 or something. But um, yeah, I ran into her then. I whipped down my hood and I was like, ah, and she's like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> And I was like, what do you mean? You look fucking ridiculous. You look like a criminal. I was like, fuck's You do. You yeah, do. We look, I was getting mini. dirty looks going you down the road. You look like you're only out with a joy. <laughs> hell. But um, that is probably one of my um, like favourites. Like when you when look at kind of like groups of like youths or whatever, is that that little like the friendship essentially that yeah. you guys all have because it's so important like obviously when when you look at your own friendships and stuff I realise how important it is and how like how nice it must be to have like all the lads all of you like rising up together obviously the yeah. success of the boys are after having them with their music careers and I think one thing that's always for people that don't know you all personally that has always um, been really appreciated appreciated is how the lads when they got that big kind of break over the last year or two that they made sure that they had all the boys with them yeah yeah 100% no one was left behind yeah it's it's definitely it's good to have them like Alex and Casey because you can look at how far you can go when you put your mind to something how like how nuts like how yeah, many nights did they sell out in the tree arena they they done the one night in the tree arena the, but it was sold, sold out, out right it sold out in like fucking a minute or something like that the first Insane. ever Irish hip hop group to do that, like. But for myself, looking at the lads, they'd be serious inspirations for me. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because so I can see right, these are at the doing this, and they're just like me. So we can yeah. bleed do it, and and they'd push me then through all their social mm-hmm. media. But um, yeah, it's it's deadly, and you know when you're fighting that you're fighting for a whole bleeding a crew of people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what pushes you on then. So not it's bigger than you. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yes, exactly. It's yeah. important of you. It or it's important for you to to do something with your life. Yeah, to make 100%, something of yourself. Yeah. Like that's like look. I was, I was never mad into anything. Like I wasn't mad into football. But when I start fighting, then. And I was doing well. I, I said, right, like I can use fighting to mm-hmm. make like a better life for for my family or or my mates. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like I know with with fighting, there is money to be made. Obviously, I'd, I'd have to do a blade in MMA or or boxing mm-hmm. or something like that. But yeah, that's that's my main drive. Do you know what I mean? I know it's not just for myself. It's for mm-hmm. my family and my friends. And I, like. I wanted just all of us to be living a better life. Do you know what I mean? Did you ever feel growing up that 
stereotypically or societally, whatever that, what's that word? Is it societal? Is it? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but that there's a societal pressure or that a, a stereotype that because you're from the inner city that you're not yeah. going to achieve anything. Um. Yeah, I would say you're facing an uphill battle in mm. any way, do you know what I mean? Like, but uh, like I was raised by a single ma, so mm. and I'm not going to say we didn't have much. We definitely had everything we needed, mm-hmm. but I definitely liked to get more, do you know what I mean? And make mm. me life fucking, like look after me whole family and give them things that they never had, do you know what I mean? You have a very good relationship with your mom, don't you? Yeah, I do, yeah. Mm. Obviously, like, do you know what I mean? Well, well, no, I mean, I mean uh, obviously, I'm saying, yeah, I know, but there's there's many out there who don't. Yeah, now, me, me ma's a why single you say, mother Why do you say four. obviously? Explain why you said obviously there. Because me ma's, she's a single mother. She has played in four kids. Wait, how many kids does she have? Jesus, Jay. I, <laughs> I told you, I'm an airhead. I forget things, right? But four, four kids, do you know what I mean? She yeah. raised them on her own. So, of course, I bleed in the dormy match, you know what I mean? She's done mm. a good job. And anyway, I'm not bleeding locked up around. So that's... She's definitely done a good job. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? 100%. When, obviously, she, she plays a massive role in your, in, your, in your life, as you said. But has she ever said to you that she's proud of you? Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. She, w- she absolutely moments? hates fighting. Now, Does to she? Be honest, to be honest, when I started fighting... I remember she watched one of my fights. It was on YouTube or something. She's like, that's savage. Like, my ma is real old girl. And she's like, yeah. that's savagery and all. Because my ma never see me fight. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Or anything yeah. like that. And now when I'm fighting, I'm, I'm coming in to blade and kill someone me face and yeah. all. She's like, you look evil and all. She wasn't happy with it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but then when she saw story was winning them, she she was bragging about it then. Ah, oh, yeah, he's good at the fighting yeah. and all. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> But it'd be bragging about it to the neighbours, whereas yeah. when I start, you should just get a normal job and all she was saying. Yeah, to. yeah. But that's another thing, like, I, I bleed and I can't work a normal job. Yeah, have you I, tried? I have, yeah. I've mm. either got sacked or left every job I've ever had, like, and I've yeah. had a lot, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I've had a lot of jobs. That That's another driver as well, like, I, I don't want to work for someone else and make someone yeah. else wealthy. Like, why mm-hmm. would you work your whole life to bleed and fill some, someone else's pockets, do you know what I mean? Absolutely. I, I'd rather do it for myself and make yeah. make bank myself, do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I definitely, well, that resonates with me 100%, yeah. so I feel that as well. I actually would rather, stro- not that I'm sending out the message to the universe that I would like to struggle financially yeah. for the rest of my life, but I would rather struggle financially doing yeah. my own thing and just, just get by yeah. than to be comfortable and be able to buy a gaff or a car or whatever but yeah. having to work in a job that I absolutely despise yeah that's that's me all over like the past played four years I haven't had a washer do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm broke I am but like when I was fighting it was alright every now and again I'd get a little bleeding a cash injection and fucking but say you'd get what like you get absolute buttons for a fight. Say yeah. you get bleeding five hundred quid or something for a fight. Yeah, I'd spend that in the bleeding night. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I, I yeah. don't really have that. See, with money as well, if I have it, I'll just spend it. I don't. Cur- mm. I don't give a bollocks about money. Yeah. But I, do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Do you, not that I don't give a bollocks, but I don't really it, it value money. It doesn't weigh on you. Yeah. As in, like it doesn't tie you down, yeah. and it's not your. It's not. It's not your main focus. It's not all compassing that. It's all about money. Yeah. The, uh, do you know what? And one of my worst um, dislikes or traits in a person is someone who's stingy with money. Yeah. And that that's does... that's my. But I wish I was stingy. <laughs> you see them cons. I wish I was stingy. But as soon as I have money, it's gone. Yeah. I'm not. Straight I don't. Away. I don't mean like oh, because I want people to spend their money on me or anything like that. It's just you know, like. Oh, I get do you, know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's, when people are preoccupied with money or, sorry, how much is that? Or blah, blah. Yeah, you could die tomorrow. Yeah, do you like, know what I mean? Just enjoy yourself. Like, <laughs> why the, do you get the bleeding dessert? Will you fuck yeah, sake? I'll pay for it. Join the broke you? crew, will you? Come on. <laughs> We're all broke over here. <laughs> but, um, no, I think it's a better way to be. And I, I think um, money comes and goes. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can say that again. It goes a little (laughs) bit too frequently for me, but like, there we are, there we are. Um... We, I've, for everyone, I'm not even taught now. Uh, for everyone that comes on the podcast, we have um, 
a special gift. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking lovely humor. What's this? We don't. But uh, I put up a thing on our social media saying if anyone wants to ask you questions, yeah. they can send in. So let's have a look and see what everyone wants to ask. Being devastated. I thought I was getting it. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was a terrible... A Jaffa cake. Give the man a Jaffa cake. <laughs> I'm off the chocolate, yeah. Are you off the chocolate? No, I'm missing. Um, <laughs> now, can I just... Let me see. Right, there's a few have asked about the Ryan Sheehan rematch. We kind of touched on it. Yeah. But just... I would like a rematch, but I know he has... He's on his own path. Yeah. Will eventually cross paths again. Yeah. And it's, there's no bad blood between us. I know people probably want it to be that. I, yeah. I do want to play box the head off, but in a good way. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's not anything personal. It's just. But you know what? The two of you do your own thing for whatever. Yeah. You get more fights, get more wins under your belt. And then that builds up then for when the rematch comes down the line. And I'll come back and I'll be still talking shy. <laughs> People better believe that. Just because I lost the first time after talking shy, I'll come back even harder. And I'll still have a camera in your face as well. I remember Ryan actually <laughs> said to me, um, I was talking to him then. It was actually after I'd done that interview with you. Yeah. And he was saying, oh, I'm delighted you won't be texting me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so he's saying he was dreading getting, that would be tagging him in teams. Yeah. He's like, what's this cunt saying yeah. now? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, let me see. Let me see. Say all of them. Ryan Shane rematch. Well, there's loads. The amount of times I get that, please. There's loads. There's loads. Um, I put it on Fight Connect TV as well. So let me just see if there's any other non ones there. Um, so there's a few messing ones as well. Uh, okay, this is a good one. And it's from Chuck Eggs. Do you know who that is? No. I don't know who it is either. Good. Chuck Eggs. Chuck Eggs. Great username. Um, how did you develop and condition your mindset to be a winner? When you lost, how did you adapt? So obviously we spent the whole podcast kind of talking about yeah. that, but maybe just answer it for... Wait, say that again? So he's asked, how did you develop and condition your mindset to be a winner? And right. when you lost, how did you adapt your mindset? Um, I'd say uh, reading, reading books on like mindset. Oh yeah, so we were going to talk about the books. Yeah. You, you, you were a big... Now I'm very ba- bad with authors and all, right? <laughs> I, I just read the books. I don't look too bleak much into it, right? But I can tell you, I can tell you a few names. Um, so a, a book that I really like, and this was kind of the first book. I read this a couple of times. It's called, I think it's called From Grey to Unstoppable by Tim S. Grover or something his mm-hmm. name is. But he was like, Michael Jordan's mindset coach, like all the, it was top basketball athletes that this fella yeah. worked with. But uh, in that book, it's just all about mindset and mm. it's, it's a serious book. Anyone that's looking to fucking improve their mindset towards like competition or whatever, yeah. I definitely would recommend reading that. What was, um? remember you put up a book on your Instagram and I was like, have it, it's unreal. And you were like, I just started. And I was like, your mind is going to be blown. It's a law of attraction one, but it's by the oh, husband and ask wife. Ask and it, ask and it's given. And it's given. What yeah, was the author's again? Jerry uh, Hicks. Uh, oh yeah, it's uh, Abraham Abraham Hicks. That's the, the tag on yeah. it. It's Jerry Hicks and Shane, would you look that up? Who, who the wife is? Yeah, that's a serious book. Now, that book, it's a bit mad. It's wild, right? It's ma- At the start, I remember reading and I said, fuck, this is mad because they're talking yeah. to so a bleeding spirit, essentially, or something. The wife... Esther Hicks? Esther Hicks, Jerry and Esther Hicks. So yeah. basically, the wife basically goes into like a meditative trance and she receives the voices from a collective spirit bunch of spirits called yeah. which have been named Abraham Abraham Hicks and they basically give her their guidance and knowledge and yeah. lessons of why we're here what what the world is it's what about frequencies, soul, frequencies it's fucking brilliant yeah, I've read that book. I'm going to read it again yeah oh, yeah, I'm not even messing I actually I planned on read I already read that book twice that was the book that I actually read that got me into the law of attraction. It wasn't yeah. the, the book, The Secret. Mm. I still haven't even read that book, but yeah. that asking it's given, for anyone listening, it's a bit mad. At yeah. the start of it, you might think, Jesus, because I'm not usually, I like like books that are like about like 
they'll help your mind or whatever yeah. and they're they're solid they're fact based yeah. that book was completely <laughs> mad for me and yeah. I was like oh, but as you go into it then it's it's not really about believing is this fella bleeding Abraham is real it's more about the message exactly. that the book gives you do you know what yes, I mean yes exactly so the concept is a bit wild yeah, but the, the message is yeah. definitely can be used yeah and I, I'm a bit of a fantasist as well, so I, I'm always like, maybe it is true. We'll go with that. Yeah. There is, there is a little whatever lesson. floats your boat. Whatever floats your boat. Um, Street Aesthetics has asked, ask Jay, would he ever do an OnlyFans account? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might do an OnlyFans account for me feet, because a lot of people keep asking about well, pictures. Jay- some man has said yeah, how does Jay have such beautiful feet <laughs> my feet are poxy looking <laughs> I don't know where like my, my the, whenever we're on the session right yeah. I always get me feet out and yeah. like do mad shit with them right and the boys like despise me feet like mm. but as soon as I get a few gargles into me cause I know they hate me feet so much yeah. I'll start whipping them out and bleeding <laughs> doing mad things but they're bleeding poxy looking <laughs> And cunts are always asking this, me Yeah, this ad, and I just clicked on I clicked on his profile and it seemed real, but I don't know. Don't give his name. I won't no. give his name. I'll, I'll hide his. Maybe he doesn't think that I can see the name. Tell him, send the money over on PayPal and I'll show him the fee. But I, do you know, I know a girl, again, identity absolutely hidden, but her little sister is 19 and she found out that she's been selling pictures of her feet. On OnlyFans and gets sixty euro a photograph. Jesus, get me, get her on to me. Will you? I'll link up with her. Now, I mean that's a podcast in itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll link up with her. We both sell pictures of feet. For a bleeding hundred quid, here we go. I'll Yo. do a puppet show with me feet for that bleeding price. Um, Richard uh, Keeley or Kylie. Keely, I think it is, has asked, uh, growing up, who were the ones who inspired you? Yeah, definitely um, Mike Tyson. Yeah. I'd say he was number one. I used to love mm-hmm. watching his fights. Not even his fights, just him talking absolute madness to his opponents. Like, yeah. Uh, and, and Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. And and as well, the, the Conor McGregor's rise, that, yes. that inspired me. yes. The Roy is now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think we can all take a little bit of inspiration from that. Like, because we were very much around it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it was like to see that it was just. And also still having that thing of, you know, people have been so obsessed with him and being like, it's only bleeding Connor. Yeah. And then not understanding, you know, like you go to America or something, you have an Irish accent, people are like, oh my God, Connor McGregor. Yeah, and see, you know? McGregor, I think. I used he... to whip out the photograph with me. This is me and Connor. This is me. See me yeah. interview with him. What do oh you say, God. Conor McGregor? Here's actually a photo of me. Here's one I done earlier. Yeah. Here's one I prepared earlier. Yeah, but I think McGregor took a lot of um, a lot of tricks out of Muhammad Ali's book yeah, as well. Definitely. Talking was like predicting the round and all. That mm. was all. That was Muhammad Ali's style. Saying what round he was gonna knock him out in. And yeah. But there, there's another classic example. Like I never really knew about the law of attraction till I read that book. Mm. But look at the likes of Muhammad Ali, McGregor. They're basically, they're using the law of attraction as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's something in it. But also as well, the law of attraction is like people are putting that that mindset as a law of attraction. But really that sort of just positive mindset is something that is like visualization, I suppose. Yeah. Just visualization full stop and seeing something, believing it, and that whole the the whole idea that if you can see it in your mind, then you can yeah. y- you can achieve it yeah. in real life, which is, you know, definitely. So I remember uh, watching a video and McGregor's talking about like when he was in a little banger of a car and he'd be driving down the road. Jay. And he, I remember, and he would say he would have his hands on the steering wheel and, and he would envision that it's yeah. a, a big car, of, a Lamborghini yeah. or a BMW. Like shit That's like that, yes. that would resonate yes. with you and you're like, fuck, but yeah. yeah, I've definitely done that before. I sat in my mate, uh, my mate Craig McCarthy, he has a blading Range Rover. And this was only a few months ago, but like that's my dream car. And I was yeah. in it with him and I was like, fucking love this blading car. And um, he asked me, he asked me to guess something. Actually, he opened up a new coffee shop, give him a little shout Yeah, out. where is it? Boom Coffee in um, in Inchicore. Lovely. But he, he owns that. And anyway, so 
fucking uh, he asked me to get something out of his car and I went out and I sat in the blade and I can't even fucking drive I sat in the driver's <laughs> seat and I was sitting there and I was like I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna have this car do you know what I mean but yeah. I got my goosebumps and all and I was like I could picture myself in the car so in a few years you'll see me in the blade and in a Range Rover chat cream hope, seats and all yup. I hope from at the bus stop you'll give us a lift <laughs> to wherever I'm going because <laughs> I definitely won't be driving yeah. still I, I failed my driving theory test five times really I actually managed to get another appointment to, to do it uh, December 2nd everybody so that is the big date um, I got see. three provisional driver's license and never actually end up driving I'd get it no way so did you if pass the, the test I passed the test bleeding. I had to do it to fucking three times fair play to you and I've I never, I never got into a car Although I kept I got, losing the bleeding fucking the thing <laughs> I got ripped off the last time the first three times I definitely failed right because yeah. I didn't prepare the fourth time I mean I could have stood a little bit harder the fifth time I was like okay I think I have it but is this the theory test yes Jay how are you not bleeding past that? Hold up here now. Do you know what you do? Look up, bro. I yeah. actually, I had Wi-Fi before I went in. Look up, there's a thing, the 40, 40 hardest questions on the theory test. There's someone made the bleeding list and I'm not even messing. The other ones are common sense. <laughs> actually going to write that write down. Write that down, yeah. What is it? The 40 hardest questions? The 40 hardest questions on the theory test. I swear to God, I read this before. I literally, while I was waiting to go into the room, when I went in, like the majority of it is common sense then they have these little slowy questions that they throw in there but you once say you common that, sense but it's shit like you're driving at night it's raining there are leaves on the road there are children on the hill <laughs> there is a ball on the thing what do you need to watch out for I'm like well bleeding everything yeah you yeah, know, I, I all think of the, the priority is always just people and yeah. fucking cyclists. That's yeah. it's handy, honestly. I know that now, but the fifth time I done it, I was sat there and I was doing all the questions. Um, I done six of them. They're all tractor questions. Yeah. So I hopped up, I went outside, <laughs> and I go, sorry. I was like, I think you're after giving me the wrong test. She was like, what do you mean? I was like, there's bleeding. All I'm after getting is about tractors. Yeah. I said, yeah, it's cars, tractors, blah. And I was yeah, like, oh shit, sorry stupid, about that. And I went to go back and she's like, oh no, sorry, you failed. What? Like, what? I haven't even hit stage. She's like, oh yeah, once you leave the seat and you leave the exam area, yeah, you failed. Jesus. Bleeding. Who does that? The RHS, is it? The Road Safety Bally. Authority. RSA. Rats. You're doing a great job. Thanks very much. <laughs> my own fault. <laughs> we need to watch who we give stick to here. Yeah. Potential sponsors gone out the window there. I need there. to ease up. I need to ease up. Um, only messing. Only joking. Don't take anything we say seriously. <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, but yeah, there was one last question I'll ask you before, before we go. And it was, it's actually, it's from your ma, but it's not your ma. <laughs> yeah, it's not your ma. It's like, it's the quest, the thing is your, it's like your ma. Then a load of numbers. Um, but she... I was like, well, since when's my ma on Instagram? <laughs> She's asked a really cool question and it's, uh, what's important to you? It's a good one to end on. Um, fuck, that's a blade and hard question, isn't it? Mm. What's important to me? Living, living... Living a good life, living a happy mm-hmm. life and um, succeeding in life. Yes. Yeah, that's what's important to me, yeah? Absolutely. Being and having, happy. having fun while I'm yes. down there, you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's also my problem, but you should look, <laughs> <laughs> have a bit too much fun. So don't listen to what I say. You have plenty time to worry about toning down the fun. Yeah. No, you just shouldn't. No, you should always have fun, always yeah. have fun. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Always have fun. Definitely, 100%. Well, thank you very much. No, butter. That was a good buzz. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> it was good, yeah. <laughs> no, nothing better than a bit of shy talk. Uh, shy mean? talk and On a laughs. rainy day, yeah, I should look. <laughs> I wish we had something to promote. I wish we had, like, you know, a fight coming up or... Yeah. Well, we'll just have to hang on and wait. Yeah, I'll give a, a shout out. Mick, Go Mick's a blade stubborn hunt. You probably won't even be listening to this, but we'll shout out the coach, Mick Pazowski. Yeah, I'm um, glad you said his surname because I can never get it. Pazowski. Yeah. Pazel- now it's like, now Monsters Inc. Mike Wazowski. Now that, Haven't that's seen how Monsters I get. Inc. What? Yeah, sorry. You didn't have a childhood, mate. I'm 36. <laughs> so- I'm hanging around watching Bleeding Monsters Inc. when I was 28. Yeah. Bloody hell. Each their own. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so M- Mick Pazowski, um, my strength and conditioning coach, Adam Hennessy, yeah. aka Heno the Wizard, he helps me with all the diet and all that. And uh, my team as well at 309. Mm-hmm. 
and my sponsors, Fight Star. Yeah. Stefan and Claire, legends. Yup. Good stuff. Um, I was actually thinking about bloody uh, cartoons there while you were talking. About. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> For some reason, I was thinking about the bloody Lion King. I was like, the Lion King. Um, but yeah, I will watch Monsters Inc. <laughs> I will report back how I get on with Monsters Inc. Spoofer, um, you won't be watching. Don't be <laughs> spoofing to me. <laughs> but uh, yeah thank you so much for coming in no, and wish you the best of luck no doubt I'll see you again yeah. you know we'll, we'll, we'll be in touch and hopefully there'll be a fight sometime soon and we'll uh, when you get that BMW or the Range Rover Range Rover yeah come back in and let we'll us know how it drives I'll pick you up good stuff that is Jay Council for the first exchange yeah <laughs> 